You are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 99. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have been listening for a long time, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two Fs. And you can connect with the show's account at HowDoes underscore SheDoIt. In this week's episode, we will be wrapping up the Check Your Focus, Check Your Energy series. It has been a great series. I've gotten such good feedback from you all as you have been listening. And if you haven't connected with me, feel free to connect with me at Tiff South, Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. But this week, I need you to go to bit.ly slash howdoes100 to register for the virtual meetup that we are having to celebrate episode 100 of How Does She Do It? The meetup is on Thursday, April 18th. So if you're listening to this after Thursday, April 18th, I apologize. But go to bit.ly slash how does the number 100 to register for the meetup? It's at 8 o'clock p.m. Join me, other listeners of How Does She Do It? And I look forward to seeing you then. Again, that's bit.ly slash how does 100. If you are feeling stuck in your career or unsure about what move you need to make next, or if you feel like you're unfulfilled and you know that there's more you could be doing with your gifts and with your purpose that God has called you to, I encourage you to schedule a short call with me. In a 10-minute call, we can figure out where you are right now, where you want to be, and how we may be able to work together to move you forward. If you go to bit.ly slash 10tiff, again, that's bit.ly slash the number 10, T-I-F-F, then you will be able to schedule a short call with me and we can figure out where you are right now and make sure that you can build up your faith and your confidence to get you to the next step. I look forward to talking to you soon. We are in the third and final episode of the Check Your Energy, Check Your Focus series. And over the course of the series, which has included episode 97 and 98, we talked about the truth behind the quote, where your energy goes, your focus flows. And in particular, we connected scripture to what is unpacked in that quote. And we talked about watching your mouth and checking your heart in episode 97. And we talked about the attitudes and attributes that we should seek to embody every single day in episode 98. Today, we are talking about matching your faith and your actions. And there are three verses, more than three verses, but three places that we will be drawing on. And so I'll give you those now so that you can, if you're not driving 
or operating heavy machinery, you can turn in your Bibles or you can just come back and reference it later. But we are talking about Hebrews 11, 1 and Hebrews 11, 6, and also James 2, verses 14 through 26. And as I read these, I'll be referencing most likely the English Standard Version and some of the Message Version because the Message, once you read the Message Version, so let me just say this. I believe that all scripture, any translation of scripture that you read should be checked against the King James Version and or New King James Version because those are the original translations that we have outside of the Hebrew and the Greek. What I like about the message translation, when you read it alongside another translation, particularly English Standard Version, New Standard, New King James Version or, or King James Version, you see it's meant to be written in plain text. It is not meant to be a word-for-word -word translation in the way that some other translations are. But what it does is it gives you a plain English, English <laughs> language, like just... I guess, for lack of a better word, translation of what this text is saying. So it doesn't go verse by verse in the same way other translations do. It goes kind of passage by passage. But anyway, so I'll be talking about that in in this or the, using that translation in this episode. So I just wanted to put that out there. But the reason why this came up for me, when I was choosing a theme and a word for 2018, the word I chose was faith. And I had started to do an exploration and come to the realization that faith, as, as I had understood it growing up, was not actually accurate. What I understood faith to be growing up was that faith was a feeling. It was something that you were good if you had a lot of it, you were at a deficit if you didn't have a lot of it, and that you could feel and have more faith. And I may have mentioned this in other episodes. I went on to spend some time reading Hebrews 11, listening to several sermons that kind of dissected what faith is, and listened to particularly a series by uh, Dr. Tony Evans on him walking through the heroes of faith as they are outlined in Hebrews 11. So starting with Hebrews 11.1, 1, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version, it reads, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. If you hear the words assurance and conviction, right, those things are not quite feeling words. They are words, in, as I read them, that are absolutes. They are truths. When you have, when some, when you're assured of something, when you are convicted of something, those are things that you know and that you could take to the bank, right? So, if faith is the assurance or substance in other in other translations of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen, it is a a demonstration and a strength of believing in something that has not been, that has not yet been revealed. And when you walk through Hebrews 11, I think what's so, what's so amazing about it is that it goes on to talk about by faith, what several people in scripture went and did. So it talks about by faith, Abraham taking an action. It talks about, and overall, not just Abraham, but it talks about 
by faith being able to understand taking action or doing things that then that connected to what God had said about something that was expected or something that was to come. So for example, Abraham talked about it it, it talks about in Hebrews 11:8 Abraham lived in a land based on a promise and that he looked forward to what was not yet seen but what was to come, right? God told him that this is the land that will be given to your people in the future. And Abraham dwelled in that land, resting on that promise. That promise. So I'm getting, I'm actually starting to go off on tangents here. And I'm. if, if you can't tell, I'm very excited about this. But what I, back to my original point about recognizing that faith is not a feeling, but faith is something that we know and that we therefore demonstrate in action. If you're talking about checking your energy and checking your focus, if you are relying on your faith to feel like something and then therefore are or are not taking action based on those feelings, what kind of faith do you have? And I'm not saying this in and always know, you know, my tone is never to to judge, but it is to challenge because this is somewhere that I have been, somewhere that I am currently working through myself. So going back to thinking about James now, James uh, 14, James 2, excuse me, verse 14, 14 through 26. That's kind of where we're generally going to be for the context of this conversation. So in James 2, there is, in James 2, we're starting at verse 14. Now, again, in certain Bibles, they start with section headers. And the title of this section is Faith Without Works is Dead, which is another very popular refrain and verse that gets quoted in scripture all the time. And it wasn't until recently that I learned what this verse and what this this saying and statement really actually means. So verse 14, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith, but does not have works? Can that faith say him? If a brother and sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed, be filled without giving them things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works is dead. What This means is that your faith has to be demonstrated in action. It does not mean that you get credit for doing works, but it means if you believe, then you will take action based on your belief. So there's a Christian hip hop group named Beautiful Eulogy, and they have a interlude on one of their albums, and it is a a part of a passage read by a man named Art Azurdia. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And he is talking about what is authentic faith. It stopped me in my tracks the first time I had it. And one of the things that he says, what is faith, my friends? He says, positive certainty expressed in action. Is that not basically what Hebrew 11 says? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, right? 
It is positive certainty expressed in action. And when you're thinking about checking your energy and your focus, are you focusing on feeling a certain way about your faith or are you focusing on taking action and demonstrating the faith that you say you have in said action and demonstrating that faith, not yet seeing the promises come to fruition yet, because by virtue of you not seeing the promise, it means that you're taking action in belief that said promise is going to come to fruition. So for example, Abraham, again, living in the land where God told him his people would be able to dwell and would be so high, so large in number, you, they would be outnumber the stars. And yet Abraham didn't see that, right? Moses didn't get to actually see the promised land, but he led the people to the promised land, right? And again, James, Hebrews 11 rather, walks you through so many different actions by so many different people who demonstrated this faith. Noah built an ark on the word that God told him that rain would come. And it was decades, if I'm not mistaken, before this rain actually ever showed up. So imagine Noah is out here gathering all these animals, building this thing that is probably something that the earth had never seen before in any way, shape, or form. And yet he's doing so based on the promise, based on the assurance of what God told him. So if your energy and your focus are such that you are focusing on the promise and not your feelings, not what you're, you are projecting onto what God said, then does your energy then allow you to walk and take action and take steps based on the word of God alone, right? Because if we believe in Christ, if we believe in scripture, if we believe that we have this relationship with God, do we need anything more than his word to demonstrate and to walk out in a certain way? And if we do, then we are lacking faith. And you think about in scripture, Jesus says you only need faith the size of a mustard seed, which means it's not the quantity of faith that you need, but it is the action that you take based on however much faith that you have. And I've also heard it said that when your faith grows and your faith is, I guess if you you think about it, thinking kind of along the same lines of what we're talking about, if you have your faith is tied to the strength of relationship to your object of faith. And if I have a great relationship with a friend and she tells me she's going to do something, I don't even think twice because I have such a strong relationship with her that I do not doubt what she says. But if you find yourself in a relationship or in an interaction with someone, when they tell you they're going to do something and you're nervous about it, you find yourself trying to control the circumstance or you jump ahead before they have demonstrated that they would do the thing that they said they would do, where is your faith then? How strong is your faith? How is your faith then? Is your faith, do you have faith in that person? Do you believe in that person, right? And and I would posit that the answer is no, if you are then jumping ahead to try and control the outcome. How many times do we do that with God? How many times do we allow our internal struggle with lack of control, not knowing, allow us to jump ahead of the word that he has given us? How often do we allow our actions to go ahead of what he has told us to be still in? 
Why? Because we are unsure of what the outcome will be because we are not believing him for what he said he would do or provide because it's not our timeline, right? If you are to check your energy and your focus, you have to make sure that your actions or sometimes your inaction is aligned with the faith you say you have. And it doesn't have to be a faith that looks a certain way in the sense that you shouting from the rooftops and speaking in tongues or whatever, whatever that case may be. But does your faith imply or demonstrate that if God tells you to be still in a season, that you're able to be still? Does your faith take steps forward in spite of feeling fear because God says, if you do this thing, then this will be the result. Are you obedient? Are you peaceful? Or even if you're not peaceful as you're walking forward, right? We see in in um in God's relationship with Moses, Moses was always like, God, I'm I stutter. I, these people are not listening to me. What's going on? And yet Moses continued to act in obedience. And even when he didn't, he checked himself or got checked and continued to march forward anyway. Even as Sarah, who asked God, like, how is this going to happen? I'm super, I'm old, I'm beyond childbearing age. And yet, by faith, she continued to move forward, right? And so I, I posed this and I wanted this to be the last part of this series because it is so important that our energy influences our action, and if your energy towards God is one of a faith and obedient posture, then your actions should reflect that. If your actions do not, then your there is a disconnect between your faith, which the faith you say you have and the faith that you live out. And I'm not talking about faith in the sense of you believe in Christ and that you believe that Christ that Christ is your savior. I'm talking about the faith that means when he tells you that this is your season for this or this is not your season for that that you believe him for what's on the other side of that promise. One of the things that Art Arzudia I again hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. He says in this in this um passage that I mentioned earlier Authentic faith is not merely believing in God. It is believing God. That's it. So if you are checking your energy and checking your focus, check your faith. Check your faith and ask yourself, does my, do my actions align with the, faith I, with the faith I say I have? Am I believing God, not just believing in him, not just believing that the Bible is in fact his words, but believing the words, believing the promises, and therefore allowing my steps to be ordered in alignment with said promises. That I am not seeking to control every outcome of every situation, that I am sitting in peace and in prayer about a direction that I'm supposed to move in, as opposed to jumping ahead of the line or trying to fast forward into my future and control the outcome. One of the things that we see in James 2 is that faith becomes fruitful in the actions that we take. 
when you combine believing with action, that's when you see what faith can do. So it's not a matter of sitting on your hands and waiting for things to happen, but it is taking inspired and and I would say informed action based on the faith that you have in order to demonstrate said faith. So thinking, uh, turning to James 2 again, what the message translation does is such a great job of of basically staying and pulling out this concept, right? So James 2, 22 is generally where uh, the following is coming from. It says, isn't it obvious that faith and works are yoked partners, that faith expresses itself in works, that the works are works of faith. The full meaning of believe in the scripture sentence, Abraham believed God and was set right with him, includes his action. That's a mesh of believing and acting that got Abraham called God's friend. Is it not evident that a person is made right with God, not by a barren faith, but a faith, but by faith fruitful in works? And Hebrews eleven six says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And in thinking and taking that passage as well, and even going before it and what comes after that, it is again, talking about actions that demonstrate said faith. So our faith expresses itself in how we show up. If you are speaking, thinking about feeling like you need more faith, you are wasting time. Instead, be someone who walks in faith. Be someone who demonstrates that they are taking action that is in line with their faith as opposed to taking action that is in line with a different energy. For example, action that is aligned with fear, action that is aligned with insecurity, action that is aligned with disobedience, taking actions that are aligned with with uh, lack of peace, with discontent, with all of these different things, right? If you align your energy and focus your energy on faith and taking action rooted in faith and rooted in God's promises, which get easier to understand and hear when you spend more time in his word and when you spend more time with him. In the same way, any of our relationships that we have here on earth get better and you develop more trust and a better level of understanding such that you and your friend could be across the room and not even have to say a word and you know exactly what he or she is thinking. If you ever play taboo with one of your really, really good friends and you have all these inside jokes and you can say two words and all of a sudden they can guess the clue, that's because y'all know each other because y'all spent time together. If you think about building up your relationship with Christ in that same way. Obviously, you're not going to play taboo together, but if you spend time talking to him, bringing your troubles to him, casting your cares upon him, laying your burdens at his feet, then this it becomes easier to take actions in trust without having to worry about what the outcome would be. And all over scripture, he talks about not having to worry, not being anxious for anything, but in all things, making your request known to God, right? So many different opportunities that we have to build up our relationships such that our faith gets gets solidified, such that our faith gets confirmed. 
And when you do those things, now you have more insight and more peace when you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you trust that God is going to make sure that you are okay. Because he says, trust in the Lord with all your, all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We hear all over Psalms how much God is a strength and a fortress and a and a rock and our, our strength, our redeemer, all of these different things. And all of this comes by believing and developing such a trusting relationship with him that you don't even have to worry about how things are going to work out because you know that they will. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. All things work together for good, not some things sometimes. All things work together for good. How that good manifests itself, we may not know clearly today, but do we know good manifests itself? That's all we need to know. Why? Faith tells us. Our faith, our assurance, the positive certainty expressed in action, believing God not believe not just believing in God checking your energy checking your focus how does your what does your energy say about your faith what does the energy that you put out into this world say about your faith and if and again i say this not because i got this right right every day is a journey but i know and especially <laughs> even as i think about putting Elevate Your Career Academy out there, putting this podcast out there, even the amount of hesitation that I took and the time it took for me to even record this episode was me worrying about outcomes that have that are beyond my control and me placing, trying to put control in my hands by not doing what I'm supposed to do, which is put out content consistently such that it can be hopefully a blessing to other people. Because I was caught up in my own head. I get worried about what people may or may not think when I express my thoughts in certain ways. And therefore, what am I doing? Being disobedient, not acting on the promise that if I act on my gift and use my gift, that there will be blessings that come as a result of that. Instead, I'm willing to allow my energy to stay focused on me being protected and me staying small and me dimming my light. What are you not doing based on your current faith posture? What should you be doing? What do you know? And I and here here's the thing. A lot of us know when we are not doing something that we're supposed to do. A lot of us know when we are operating in a sense of in disobedience and operating to protect ourselves from the unknown because we're too scared of what may be on the other side. I heard Pastor Carl Day say once that delayed obedience is still disobedience. Delayed action is still action that is not allowing you to demonstrate your faith. So I encourage you today, think about the fruit of your faith. And as it stands today, how much more fruit could you be producing based on the actions that you take in faith? How are you spending your energy? Are you spending your energy trying to experience faith as a feeling? 
or are you spending your energy trying to live out your faith in the sense that you are taking steps forward before you see the finish line? that you are taking steps forward before you know exactly how the promise is going to come to fruition? Are you taking steps in obedience just because God has called you to be obedient? Or are you jumping ahead trying to control the outcome because you have more faith in yourself and in your action and in your plan than in God's plan? Check your energy. Check your focus. Make sure that your faith produces fruit. And if your faith is not producing fruit, then you have to ask yourself, how strong is your connection and relationship to the object of your faith? Thank you for listening to the third episode, third and final episode in the Check Your Energy, Check Your Focus series. It all started with one quote, check your, rather, (laughs) where your energy goes, your focus flows. And this was a really great conversation and series for me. It really forced me to spend some time connecting the dots between different parts of scripture, which is always a super fun and exciting exercise because it just reinforces the fact that the Bible tells tells the truth about itself in different parts of scripture. So today we only focused on really two passages, Hebrews 11 and James 2. And But this topic can go in so many different directions, but for the sake of trying to keep this to under 30 minutes, I tried to, I tried to, to truncate it a little bit. So again, thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? Episode 99. If you want to join the email list, text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 if you have not connected with me on social i am at tiff south tiff with two f's please leave a five-star rating and review in the apple podcast app share this episode and others with friends tell a friend to tell a friend that is me again and until next time be blessed and be a blessing peace peace